Which tight end should you be buying right now if you are in the rebuilding process in your Dynasty League? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk of DK Nation, and I have with me my awesome co-host, Marcus Mosher of USA Today. We are here to break down all you need for your dynasty rosters, help you dominate, even when you're not dominating so much and you need to rebuild because that's that's the case. And, uh, you know, some dynasty leagues, your players get old, your players mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. Uh, cut, you know, you, you, sometimes you got to en- enter that rebuilding phase. But Marcus, today we have uh, like an interesting opportunity to help our listeners out at the tight end position that coveted tight end position, but who this, this one's tough. This one's tough because I, I'm actually in a couple of leagues where I, I took over some orphan teams and now I'm trying to rebuild quarterback, running back wide receiver, a little bit easier to find these guys that, that could potentially break out a year, two years from now. Tight end is tough gate. Tight end is tough. Uh, that I, I love the alliteration tough tight end. I, I just love any any alliterations. But guys, if you haven't uh, listened to our other shows, it's probably because you haven't subscribed. You're missing our podcast. So go back, hit that subscribe button. Follow us on YouTube mm-hmm. where we've got we've got some things in the works uh, mm-hmm. to help your viewer experience. So be sure give us that that uh, like, you know, big uh, thumbs up. What, what do all the kids say now? They the smash that subscriber button, right? Yes, all the all the smashes <laughs> and all the the doodads yeah, and uh, put us on lock. Yeah. Uh, do all that cool stuff, but uh, go back and listen because we broke down quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and now it's the tight end position. Marcus, who are you targeting uh, at the tight end position in a rebuild mode in your current actual rebuilding phases? That. That's the thing. People have to remember that like we're playing, uh, we're playing along with you and we have to rebuild from time to time as well. Who are uh, you targeting? Marcus? Yeah. I mean, Kate, you and I are in a couple dynasty leagues and this is one of the tight ends that I am tar- targeting. It's David Njoku for a couple different reasons. Njoku is 26 years old. He's a highly athletic tight end that came out of Miami. The Cleveland Browns made a big investment in him. Maybe even more so than any of us anticipated. We know he's a good blocker. We know he can make explosive plays down the field. And I actually think you might you might be able to get him cheaper over the next couple of weeks with this Deshaun Watson news kind of coming out, right? Where he might be suspended the entire year. We'll see. But if he if he doesn't if he has to play with Jacoby Brissett this year, Kate, the production's not going to be great. People are going to get frustrated. But in 2023, after a full year of starting. I think that's that's when it's going to be time for David Njoku to become a top 10 dynasty tight end. I have no problem giving up a second round pick for him right now. I mean, the upside is so huge, Marcus. Like it, an athletic monster. He's so big. I think he's so like talented just in an open field. 
And you know what? Like looking at what Jacoby Brissett has done in the past, we've seen him willing to utilize the tight end position. It's not like they've got a, a big long depth chart of proven receivers. I think no. uh, when David and Joku is healthy and when we see this op- uh, offense functioning fully, it works. And I feel like Austin Hooper has kind of been that thorn in their side uh, for David and Joku's breakout. But finally, the Browns prioritized him this offseason and paid him. And he presumably is going to be that featured tight end. Do you have any concern um, about Harrison Bryant to, you know, siphon no. off some of those targets? No, because he's just not the athlete, right? And he's really not the blocker either. So I, I just don't see a way that Harrison Bryant gets on the field without David Njoku, right? The only time he gets on there, if it's two tight end sets, and that's just not going to happen frequently enough to be concerned about it. Another reason, Kate, that I kind of like it is I think we're starting to see Amari Cooper decline a little bit. We've seen his yardage go down in three straight, straight years. We've seen his efficiencies drop in three straight years. He's already dealing with an ankle injury. Again, when you need David Ajoku 2023, Amari Cooper will be 29 years old. He's he'll been in the league for 10 years at that point, basically. Uh, or he'll have already played nine seasons in the NFL. I I think it's I think this is a good buy. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. And Marcus, like looking at just you know the multiple tight ends in the system, we have Kevin Stefanski. We have a, a nice proven uh, record of how he likes to group his uh, offensive personnel, and he does uh, get two tight ends and three tight ends even involved at a, a heavier rate than any other team in the NFL. He had, uh, let's see, 187 three tight end sets in the 2021 season. That's 17% of plays. Not a single other team in the NFL was over 8%, Marcus. Mm -hmm. That, like, they have tight ends on the field on a consistent basis, and I do think that David Njoku has climbed to the top of the ladder. But he's tight end. 10 and 19 right now in dynasty league football in terms of rankings and his overall ADP is 162. I mean, you're, you're just gambling on talent and on a, what you think is going to be a good offense next year. I have no idea how much Deshaun Watson is going to play next year or this year, but you figure he will be on the field in 2023. That's when you need him. That's why I think he's a good buy low kind of futures bet here. Yeah, I, I like that. And I mean, maybe the, the play is to, uh, actually, you know, uh, like, you know, trade for him after like all this news. Uh, yeah, I think that, you're probably official. right. Like once we get to like September and Jacoby Brissett's struggling and it's clear Watson's not coming back this year, I think you're going to see his ADP fall a little bit, his value that you're right. I think that's when you go out and you trade for David and Joker. Um, all right, Kate, I want to hear about your tight end that you absolutely have to trade for. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about a new product that Built Bar has out right now. It's absolutely delicious. It's indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That is right. Built Bar has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite Built Bar. It is cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. 
cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Uh, all you're going to need to do is go to built.com, use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your next order. Use promo code lock 15 and then find a good hiding spot somewhere in your house because your significant other is going to want to steal these from you because they are so good. Again, go to built.com, use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your next order. Use promo code lock 15. All right, Kate, who is the tight end that you are trading for when rebuilding? All right, I'm going with another young tight end who is kind of an athletic freak. Uh, it, easy to say, Noah Fant, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. And Marcus, I don't know why we've given up on Noah Fant so quickly. It feels like just last season we were all in. And now in. he's been traded to the Seattle Seahawks where – we think all skill skill position players are, you know, going to be left for dead here with Drew Locke or maybe Geno Smith under center. But you, you got to admit, Marcus, that I don't think Geno Smith or Drew Locke will be the long term play here for the Seattle Seahawks. And I do think that Noah Fant could be a long term play. They picked up his fifth year option. He was part of that Russell Wilson trade. Mm -hmm. Noah Fant is only 24 years old. And again, you know what we do, Marcus? We get impatient, especially with the tight end position. Especially which with is tight ends. When we know these guys don't break out till 25, 26 years old anyways. Yes, that is like the, the magic uh, age for these players. But uh, coming out of 2019 draft, like looking at what Noah Fant was special for, it was his athleticism. He was an absolute monster, mm -hmm. absolute monster. Ranking in the 90th percentile for 40 yard dash at literally every athletic metric that you could measure at the combine. He absolutely blew out of the water. Uh, didn't have like any, any 1000 yard seasons under his belt, but we knew that he had all of the, the potential, right? Drops were a concern for him coming out of the draft. Every single season we've seen him in, uh, in the NFL so far, we've seen his drop rate continue to lower. Um, looking at his stats, you know, three straight seasons of at least 500 yards, which not fantastic for fantasy. He's only ever had uh, three touchdowns in his career um, or four touchdowns. Uh, luckily hit that mark in the 2021 season. But what I want to look at is the, the yards per reception because we've seen a dramatic drop from his rookie season. 14.1 yards per reception down to 9.9. .9. But Marcus, looking at just what this offense and how we've seen uh, this like big decline in the, the Broncos over the last few years, I think that's kind of to be expected. It's similar to how I am not so concerned about Juju's uh, you know, decline from year to year because I think that's kind of uh, indicative of the offense where we were working, but I mean, no offense. You have the, the draft capital, you have the upside of the athleticism. And e even for that drop in yards per reception, it, his average depth of target dropped dramatically over the last couple of seasons. I again, I think it's a product of the offense. I think that um, we're going to see some upside. And I think that Noah Fant could be with the Seattle Seahawks for a decent time to come but marcus the the biggest kicker here is that average draft position if you're watching on youtube 
or if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, please do because it, we've got the graph up of his mm -hmm. uh, annual ADP, and it has just absolutely plummeted, fallen, plummeted, plummeted, yeah. absolutely plummeted, and his ADP has never been lower in his entire career. Um, people are are ready to sell, and I I can't understand why because. I mean, God, he's had three NFL seasons and he's been pretty darn consistent. But uh, sitting at tight end 17, just ahead of Trey McBride for the Arizona Cardinals, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what we're doing, Marcus. He's a 24-year-old tight end with all of the tools, all of the measurables, uh, and all of the upside. Can you fill me in here? What is well, What am I missing? Well, here's the other thing. Just as you were talking, it was looking at some tight ends um, that are broken out somewhat recently that have become top 10 tight ends outside of Rob Gronkowski, who is really the exception to every rule. These guys all break out like after the age of 24, 25. So here we go. Dallas Goddard breakout season, age 26, uh, Darren Waller breakout season, age 27, George Kittle, 25, Dalton Schultz, 25, Dawson Knox, 25, Jamie Grant, 25. Like this is the age when they start to put things together and while Noah Fee might not do it this year with Drew Luck, he's only going to be 26 this year when he gets an upgraded quarterback, Kate. Yeah, and Marcus, looking at the most recent uh, sort of like trade values here for Noah Fant, it, you can get him easily for a second-round pick. A second-round pick, I'll take that all day. Yeah, this one's pretty easy for me. Like, you're just betting on athleticism and draft pedigree. And listen, Seattle's going to be a bad team this year. So they're probably going to draft a quarterback high next year. It's a really good quarterback class. I think this is probably the, the time to dive in. Uh, all right, I got I got one more here before we uh, we move on. And I kind of just want your thoughts. How about Foster Moreau? Hmm. If you want a tight end that's really off the radar, you might not even need to trade for him. He might be sitting out in your in your free agency, free agency right now. But Foster Moreau checks a lot of boxes. Kate, he's a fantastic athlete. He's been a great blocker uh, for the Raiders. Um, whenever he's been a starter, he's been a top 10 fantasy tight end. This is his last year in his contract with the Raiders. I've got a feeling that he's probably not going to be back unless Darren Waller decides to leave after this year. I think Darren Waller's 30 at this point. If the Raiders just decide, hey, Waller, you've been banged up too much. We want to keep Foster Moreau. But we see this from time to time where these really good number two tight ends that can function as blockers get a pay raise in free agency. I think Foster Moreau's got all the traits to become a good fantasy tight end, and it costs you literally nothing right now. I mean, Marcus, like all of these options, uh, the best part about it is the tight end position is so volatile that you don't really have to take a huge risk on any of these players because – the, the threshold for tight end one performance, not very high, mm -hmm. uh, but having any guy that has uh, a potential to fill a role within his respective offense is worth the shot. That's why I, I, I have a couple of teams where I, I roster my stud tight end. I have uh, my shares of Mark Andrews. I have my George Kittles. I have mm -hmm. one share of Travis Kelsey, but most of my dynasty rosters are constructed not necessarily with stud tight ends, but with many low tier tight ends that have upside. And yeah. that's, that's a perfect play for that kind of strategy. 
Okay, even in the last six games of the 2021 season, when Darren Waller was kind of in and out of the lineup and they were using a bunch of tight ends, he was still averaging 40 yards a game as a kind of role player. I'm telling you, there is a lot of upside here. Uh, maybe even this year, like if Darren Waller gets hurt and Foster Moreau is the starter for five, six games like we saw last year, this is somebody who you're going to plug and play in your lineup. So go out, gamble on athleticism, gamble on somebody right now who's in a good offense, and let's see what he does in the free agent market next year because I won't be shocked if he gets uh, a big payday. Um, all right, okay, we've got one more that we need to talk about. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. Self-help, excuse me. It's a professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you don't even have to be on camera if you don't want to. I, I know that's really appealing to a lot of people. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a few easy clicks on your laptop or phone. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they have a special offer for our listeners Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That is 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. All right, Kate, who is the final tight end that you want to talk about today? I've got to talk about Brevin Jordan, yes. tight end for the Houston Texans here. Like, so underrated, period. And it, I think we've just kind of forgotten about any tight end not named Pat Fryermuth out of this draft class, but I mean, 22 year old tight end prospect. I, it, the, the question marks at, uh, in the Houston offense, I'm going to ignore those for right now, but fifth round pick from the Houston Texans was a healthy scratch for the first seven games of his career, but finished out 20 catches, 178 yards, three touchdowns, led all rookies in passer rater passer rating when targeted but you know what like let's let's ignore the rookie season because like we said we don't expect immediate production necessarily from these tight ends especially a fifth round pick mm -hmm. but we all looked at pat fryermuth as the most well-rounded tight end in the 2021 class but looking at like who's the best receiving tight end who's got the best like yards after the catch ability that was always, always, always Brevin Jordan uh, coming after out of Miami Falcons. from 2018 to 20. Hey. Well, God. oh, my goodness. I, I, I don't even know. I, no, Marcus, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you derail me here. No, no, Brevin 20, good. You're, I, I like the point you're going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to yes, interrupt. Yes. Uh, from 2018 to 2020 in Miami ranked among. FBS tight ends, third in receptions, fifth in receiving yards, sixth in scrimmage touchdowns. Now, right now, Pharaoh Brown is listed as the starting tight end for the Houston Texans. But Marcus, I don't know if that's for long. And I do think that Pharaoh Brown, if technically the starting tight end, like I think that's going to be more of a blocking role. But mm -hmm. 
if you've been paying attention, there has been no player that's been getting more hype in training camp than Brevin Jordan Mm -hmm. that nobody is highlighting. Like nobody's talking about Brevin Jordan. Um, But it, it seems like the chemistry between him and Davis Mills is growing significantly. We know he has yards after the catch ability, but it, it seems like every single post uh, and, and every single highlight coming out of Houston Texans training camp is Davis Mills threw another touchdown to Brevin Jordan. Jordan continues to flash. Jordan continues to flash uh, big play by Brevin Jordan, big play by Brevin. It's just like an echo chamber of Brevin Jordan hype posts uh, I encourage all of you, like, go check out some of the videos that are posted uh, just with this one absolutely sick touchdown grab, um, like, over the shoulder, falls into the end zone. But it's like a big boy wide receiver catch. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way I can think to to put it. But seriously, go check out the Brevin Jordan highlights from training camp right now on Twitter. Fantastic viewing experience. I, I don't know... Uh, why we're not buying into Brevin Jordan, especially when, I mean, we know that like these, you know, tight ends can benefit tremendously from not necessarily having the most depth at wide receiver, like give him some targets. Cause we know that's what he was good at, uh, at Miami, please Brevin Jordan all day long. And you really don't have to pay up really uh, anything for Brevin Jordan? No, I mean, he's tight end 22 right now in drafts. That's free. That's yeah, absolutely free. Okay, uh, it's not often that I disagree with you on the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast, but I'm not going to do it here because I love Brevin Jordan. Hey! Brevin Jordan is the, the best name that we've mentioned here for uh, so many different reasons. He could easily become the tight end one on this team. Uh, he's so good after the catch. That was what made him so dominant as at Miami, as you mentioned. Like this was somebody that you throw a little pass to the flat, and he takes it 19 yards because he's dominant in that area. He dealt with a, a foot injury during his final year of college. It hampered him during the combine. It hampered him during his pro day. I think it lingered into preseason or sorry, training camp and preseason a little bit, and that's why you saw him inactive to start the first few games of the season. But by the end of the year. He finally, things started to click. He looked healthy. He looked like the player that we saw at Miami. Again, these tight ends typically don't break out till age 24, 25. He just turned 22 years old. Uh, this he's is still somebody, one of the youngest tight ends like in he's the a puppy. field. Uh, he, he is, he's so young. I want all the Brevin Jordan shares because if you're rebuilding, who cares if he doesn't produce for you this year? It's about the future of this team and, and what he can do in 2023 and beyond. Love this call. Wow, I, I I feel like this is a a high note to end the show on, Marcus. What a what a fantastic uh, a, what a what a fantastic uh, you know way to close out. But yes. I do want to mention that in July, uh, so we're about to get a new fresh batch of average draft position uh, from Dynasty League Football. He was drafted on average as the tight end twenty eight in the month of July. That's not so going to last long, Marcus. So you're talking it, about like he, he's being drafted, seriously, around like Adam Troutman, Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, Hayden Hurst. Like that's that's the cost for you right now. Sometimes behind some of those players. Sometimes so, behind those guys. Yes, absolutely. Buying into Brevin Jordan. 
All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Although, Kate, we're not really in the offseason anymore because we Mm -hmm. have football tonight. Raiders, Jags, Jake Lutton versus Nick Mullins. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Uh, follow Kate uh, on Twitter at FFBallBlast. Uh, she does fantastic work over there. Just high quality tweets. I think your your quality tweets, uh, are, it's like one of the highest uh, on Twitter right now. Fantastic. I'm going to, Marcus, I'm going to have trouble getting out of my office door. Yeah, you're, you have to be so big today. That's all right. <laughs> uh, follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Dynasty. Make sure you check us out over on YouTube and smash the like button over there. See, I figured it out. Uh, I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.